If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah, that's right, Josh. Tell them. Tell them. Um, preach to the people. And as always, what do we do here on Get Rich Quick, Noel? We do nothing. That's right. <laughs> we come up with ideas of which you can enact to get filthy rich. We do nothing. You take the ideas. You make the money. Give us 10%. That's the deal. You tithe us. Tithe us 10%. Such a small amount in the grand scheme of Tiny. things. Tiny. Uh, still waiting for our first checks. Uh, I think it's on the way. Uh, the list is getting bigger and bigger yeah. every time I look at the newspapers. Uh, it's amazing the synchronicity. Yes. I've been noticing. I, well, you know, I was going to bring this up to you uh, when we were talking beforehand, uh-huh. but we may need a new segment called Where's My 10%. <laughs> I, think, I think just, you know, we got spend that money, Yeah, tip of the week, and where's my money yeah. is what it should be called. Get rich quick with Josh. No, where's my money? Uh, and we start calling people <laughs> out. Um, it'll be like our shame, shame, shame. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a lot of been, <clears throat> people been sick lately, so maybe. Uh, yeah, you think that's what yeah, someone. Once they get back on their feet. Someone though. at Pizza Hut's got the flu. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Is someone, that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. They don't have good we'll health see. insurance. But uh, we've got our, our, our uh, lawyers. Heating up. Oh, yeah. Got them on the back burner. Yeah, they're flying in from all over the country as we speak. As we all know, you can't be successful businessmen like we are. Oh, hugely. Without having some of the best lawyers on retainer. That's right. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know what? Technically, we're supposed to have one other thing, too, which is the money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, we tithe 10% of our 10% to our lawyers. That's right. So they're just as vested in this situation as we are. Yeah. Yep. It's it's trickle down economics yep. over here and yep. get rich quick. The only kind of economics. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> I think we all know that. Yeah. Feel the what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I kid, I kid the Jews because I am one. Oh, I didn't get that. It was a Jewish joke. Well, it's Bernie. Oh, okay. It's a Bernie joke. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> it was rough for you this past couple yeah, weeks. Yeah. Huh? Well. <laughs> It wasn't as close as everyone was expecting. No, or it wasn't. No, but uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, it, it, it everything's coming up roses. We got those checks in the mail. That's right. We don't care who wins. We don't want nope. anyone to raise our taxes. Nope. 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 You know what? No, I'm okay with it because we're going to be so rich from all of this money you guys are paying us. Yeah. That uh, taxes are going to mean nothing. That's right. It's just going to be like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Taxes pay them. It's yeah. fine. I don't care. Help those little people. Yeah. You know, we prefer to do the, you know, give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach a man a fish. Yeah. He'll eat forever. Yeah. That's right. We're teaching you to fish. That's right. Is what we're doing. And all we ask for is some of that fish. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Enough of this. That's right. Enough of this self-aggrandizement, self-promotion. That's not what we're here for. No, it's not. We're here for... Yeah, what? I was just going to tell you a little something. Tell me a little something. I was going to ask you if you have a little something to say. Josh, we're on the same page. (laughs) We are. It's terrible. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you know, I was looking through uh, some pictures the other day. Uh Uh-huh. 
and I came across a picture. And you know, sometimes you look at a picture of yourself and you're just disgusted by it. And you're like, man, look at how disgusting and old and fat I am. Some of the times. Yeah. I, uh, since I was 16, that's the way I felt looking at <laughs> okay. pictures of myself. Well, I'm just saying. And, but okay. And, well, this has happened before to me, too. Mm-hmm. But uh, So I looked at one of these pictures that was taken quite a while ago. And I looked at it. I'm like, man, I look so much better than, than uh-huh. I do now. And, and it, this was one of those pictures where I was like, repulsed when i saw it at first i uh-huh. was like i'm so old and fat yeah and now i look back at it fondly as man i wish i was only that old and fat that's right i wish i wish i understood then what i now understand that's right how good i actually may have looked back then <laughs> no i i have done the same thing but you know this is the nature of what no it's the nature of getting older it is some would even call it getting old yeah i have had people call me old not like in my soul like, but in, have in your soul, you like, are old, dude. You have the, the heart of a 150-year-old. I'm Methuselah in my soul. But I have had people actually just say, but yeah, you're like, you're an old man. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, you're fucking killing me. You're killing me with that. I'm still not used to the sirs. Yeah. You know, and I'm gray. I'm gray. I'm yeah. full gray, basically. And uh, I feel like it's a little early. Yeah, it the is what it is. Li- yeah, whatever. Don't do that. All right. Don't do that. All right, you guys. Everyone feels sorry for Josh. That's right. Exactly. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, I'm getting old, and I see it every day. I look in the mirror, like properly old. I'm betting your first words were like, get off my lawn. That was like your first sentence as a baby. I once found, when I was 10 years old, I found a cane that my father had. Oh, great. And I took it and stepped outside. And the first thing I said when I had that cane with my, in my hand to no one uh-huh. was, you damn kids, get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, used to read Dennis the Menace yeah. when I was a little kid yeah. and be like... Mr. Wilson was your hero. He was. <laughs> I was like, Dennis the Menace is an asshole. Mr. Wilson should kill him. I was totally on Mr. Wilson's side. Well, you've never read the director's cut, I guess, right? <laughs> the director's cut? Of the comics, yeah. No, I did not read the director's oh, cut. Oh, yeah, of the there's comic. always an extra pain that they chopped off <laughs> that didn't make the paper. Uh-huh. That was just Dennis getting murdered. Oh, God, I'd love <laughs> to see that. I'd love to see that. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, we're old. Yeah. And it's fitting that today's topic is no old age. That's right. And, uh,. There's a lot of old people in this country. Yep. Uh, More every day. Yep, every day. You know, you'd think they'd be dying off and not getting replaced, but that's not the case. It's not the case. They're, they're building up. They're building up. We're getting older and older, longer yeah. and longer. Someone's got to snake that drain. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving closer and closer to Logan's run times. Yeah, we for, might be. For you young'uns out there who don't know what Logan's run everyone is. Everyone knows Logan's run. Does everyone know Logan's run? Yeah. Okay. Did they ever remake that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, they should. I think that's a movie that could definitely stand a good remake. All right, you guys, start giving us money. We're yeah. going to fund this movie. That's right. Indiegogo Kickstarter campaign to Boom. fund Logan's Run yep. 2. Only we're going to call it Loogie's Run. <laughs> Loogie's Run. It's about a sad flamball <laughs> that just needs to get away yep. from... from a 29-year-old <laughs> flamball. Was it 29? It was like 30, 30 right? is when you get... 30 is when yeah. you get zapped. Yeah. That seems a little young. Yeah. That seems a little young. I would go a 60. 
Okay. So you'd uh, still you'd still be in there. You'd be in the game. Yeah, I'm still in the game. All right. You're in the game. I'm in the game. But I think 60 is a solid age to just be like, eh, it's good. Had a good run. Time to be replaced. <laughs> All right. All okay. Right. Um. Anyway, so Noel, old age. Yeah. Uh. Old people. Old. Some of them have a lot of money. Some yep. of them have no money. Some have none. Um. How do you make money off of the aged? I got lots of ways. You want me to go first? Um, you can, or I'll, I can go first. I'll, I'll give you a choice here. Okay. I got one big one. Uh huh. And I got a few little ones. You want a few little ones or uh, one big one? <clears throat> I have seen your little ones. Uh huh. I don't know. How do you want to do? Do you want to save your big one for like your grand finale? Yeah, let's do that. All right. So hit me with a little one. All right. I'll, so you, you guys, know. if you don't like this, don't hang up yet because <laughs> don't <laughs> hang up because we're talking to you on the phone. That's right, on the radio phone. Uh, so, uh huh. Old age, yeah. Small ideas, uh huh. <laughs> uh, so what? One thing when you think of older people, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's almost a cliche. They're rascals. Oh, they are rascals. No, I mean they they're they're uh, they're rascals <clears throat> that they drive around in. They're oh, scooters. they're rascals. Yeah, not they are rascals. Uh, and I looked into rascals, and um, <laughs> you know, there's so many different versions of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they have ones with like seats that look like easy lazy boys. Mm-hmm. They've got uh, you know fast ones, slow mm-hmm. ones. They got mm-hmm. ones where the chairs on a bit elevator. They've got all sorts of stuff. But right. uh, as more and more people are going to get up in their in their age, mm-hmm. and a hipper crew are going to get up in their age, we're going to need to trick those babies out. Uh huh. Right. H- hipper as in hipper, as yeah. in a cooler crew. Isn't a cooler? Okay, crew I just I heard HIPAA. Age. HIPAA, like I was thinking the health uh, proxy thing. No, HIPAA. HIPAA. Like more HIPAA okay. than you. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> you just couldn't have sounded older there yeah. if okay. you tried. But so okay. we're going to want to get some uh, some tricked out suspension on these yeah, guys. Yeah. Uh, get all terrain rascals. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. Uh, get some neon runners on there. Oh, boy. Yeah, you know, and do a lot of things like that. The other thing that we're going to do is we're all going to work until we die because there are no pensions anymore. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, so you might want to get a rascal that has a desk. That <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a mobile work unit uh-huh. for you. Uh, <clears throat> and you can drive around, and I don't know what you're doing. Your cold calling sales uh-huh. is your... <laughs> <laughs> As you're walking Door to your door dog. salesman and your rascal with your desk, yeah, filling out forms. Yeah. Uh, so so that's one small idea: is trick out that rascal. So you know, my mother had one of those for a bit uh-huh. after she had her accident where she broke her leg really badly. Yep, which happens to old people a lot: slip and fall, sure. kind of deal. Um, but her, she had a huge plate put in, need a hip, um, and she had to stay off the leg. And she's a very active senior, my mother. And uh, so she got one of these little three-wheel scooters. It was not a rascal specifically. But uh, she found it very difficult to maneuver over uh, New York City sidewalks with it. Really? Because and it, they could actually use larger wheels and better suspension for, for urban driving mm-hmm. because, uh, like, she had several instances where she literally almost tipped over because of uneven patches in the sidewalk that mm-hmm. she rolled over and it just bumped the wheels up. Um, uh, going up even, there's so many of the, uh, they have the, uh, wheelchair access sort of sidewalk corners, right? But a lot of them are cracked and broken. Yeah. And, you know, these wheels are pretty small 
because they think you're just driving on flat surfaces because a lot of these old people live out in the middle of nowhere and it's just flat roads. Yeah. And uh, and she couldn't get up. At one point, she she actually had to have strangers like help push her up. Wow, the sidewalk because it just didn't have enough juice. Yeah, no, we're gonna juice. get uh, like big rig ones. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. And you know, I also think that it's something that some of the uh, larger car companies can maybe get involved in making, mm-hmm. like yeah. Mercedes Benz. Yeah, you know, you got to trick it out in that kind of way as well. Yeah. So yeah, good thought. I like that. Okay, I like that. Little one number two. Okay, as the uh, hipsters and the <clears throat> Funk masters, what those call them? Uh, funk uh, masters grow older, uh huh, and their bodies react to age the way everyone's bodies react uh-huh. to age. Uh, a lot of these people that you see walking around with a lot of tattoos are going to uh-huh. be—they're going to be unfortunate. Some of these, <laughs> yes, uh, they and are. and their canvas will turn into a uh, a. Canvas bag, basically. It'll, it'll turn into a Dali painting. Yes, is what's going to happen. So, um, but you know, I understand a lot of these people are very attached to their tattoos. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this is for the docs out there. Um, mm-hmm. Tattoo relocation for the elderly, and what we do is we take a tattoo that someone loves, and we cut it off, and we relocate it on another part of their body that has not. Suffered from sagging uh-huh. quite so much. I did look up what parts of the body are best for aging tattoos. Uh-huh. Um, and you'll be happy to know that the elderly, are, their tattoos are fantastic on their forearms, mm-hmm. on the back of their neck, mm. and the tramp stamp. Oh. So we're going to have a lot of older people with tramp stamps. So you can take that anchor off your chest. Put it on your tramp stamp. The problem is that's a lot of people's first tattoos is the tramp stamp. Well, now. So those people, they they made the right choice. You know, make fun of them now. You won't make fun (laughs) of them when they're later. uh, We have a friend who uh, went uh, way on vacation and came back uh, noticeably uh, thinner than she had left uh, due to uh, the surgery she had. While she was gone? While she was gone. And it was a tummy tuck because she had had a, a child and she could never get rid of that pooch there. Mm-hmm. And she had a tattoo right under her belly button that had been removed as part of the tummy tuck. And they plopped that tattoo, that piece of skin with the tattoo in it, into a formaldehyde jar and gave it to her. Oh, really? So she has the tattoo. Oh, we could do that in, too because I a, love that idea. In a, in a formaldehyde jar. Well, you, hey, you could take it the next step, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're doing, you know... I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people getting sort of full body lifts. Yeah. Right? That's just going to be the next obvious step. Obviously. Right? Um, and uh, so you're going to have big swaths of flesh. Yeah. That are going to be coming up that are going to be covered in tattoos. Right? First of all, I think younger people, if you're listening to this, you may want to think about this when you're getting tattoos. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you want to keep the tattoo yeah. in some sort of pristine condition, if you're going to get, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, I may, I'm the kind of person that I fluctuate and weight a lot, and I'm going to have saggy belly skin really bad, mm-hmm. and at some point I'm going to get a major tummy tuck or a full body lift or something like that, get it in a place where they're going to take all that skin away. And then they can actually stretch it, dry it, and hang it for you, and you can frame it and have your tattoo framed. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know what, though? Uh, If you're listening to this and you have uh, a lot of 
facial tattoos or neck tattoos, don't worry about it. Because whenever I see people with a lot of facial and neck tattoos, I'm always like, yeah, they're going to live hard and die young. They're, <laughs> That's they're, right. They're, exactly. they're not, not going to worry about about that tattoo yeah. sagging. Although the neck tattoo has become so ubiquitous amongst so many people. It has, who are, actually. Especially amongst like young indie rock women. Yeah. You know, who are probably going to live long, poety lives mm-hmm. that... Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that stuff ages. Yeah. For sure. They're going to rock it out. Yeah, they are going to rock it uh, out. Okay, little <laughs> idea number tray. <laughs> You're pouring through them, my yeah, friend. I am. I okay. am. I'm getting through them. These little ones. All right. Uh, okay, <clears throat> so, you know, uh, a lot of people as they get older, mm-hmm. everyone knows that most of your, of your health care all happens in the last years. And those last yeah. years are getting extended and extended, so that's, they are. that's growing and growing that length of time. Yeah. As also, as I just discussed, none of us anymore, if, if you are not of the great generation, anyone younger than that. The greatest generation? The, the greatest generation right. that spent all the money, bankrupted society, and then decided that in order to balance the budget, we're going to take away everyone younger than them's pensions. Okay, that's uh, not the greatest generation. Well, the the, the baby boomers. The I baby mean. boomers okay. you're talking about, right. Uh, okay. So uh, anyone younger than them, we basically have no pensions. We are going to work until we die. Yes, we are. Um, how are we going to do that, right? So uh, <laughs> I, I read an article mm-hmm. that said about how there was a... A child care place that was taking uh, elderly people in from a old folks home, mm-hmm. and uh, it was giving therapy to these old people. And I go, oh, oh, that's nice. That's nice. great. You know, whatever. Why don't we do the opposite mm-hmm. type thing? And why don't we take old folks homes, hospital, you know, low level hospital type atmospheres mm-hmm. where a lot of these people uh, need to spend out quite a lot of time. Okay. And make them into some sort of industry, some sort of workplace. Uh huh. So it is where you live, it is where you are cared for, but it is also where you do some sort of work. Assisted factory living. As- assisted factory living is a very good definition of it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So maybe, you know, uh, you get up, you have your canned peaches. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you get uh, or cat food, depending on how much money. You yeah. Well, no, no, no. This is this is to help take care of it, right? Oh, right. Okay. So, yeah. uh, you know, you you take your medications, mm-hmm. and then you go and you sew dresses, or you or you take care of the young people. You, like there's the child care center in the old folks' home, as opposed uh-huh. to the other way around. Uh huh. And it's not a therapy thing for the older people. It's a money-making venture, right? You know, you could, you could have uh, easy things to do. It would be child care, would be pet care, daytime pet care for people that are working. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you could, you know, you can really start up a factory in there if you want. You, you definitely could start up, um, you know, some sort of making food. I think I think depending on you, you need it to be very simple. Mm-hmm. I think you run into the risk of it being childcare. A bunch of old people trying to keep up with a bunch of kids. Yep, um, is going to be a little problematic, right? <laughs> you know, a lot of old people that are living in assisted living facilities aren't necessarily the most mobile. Okay, right? Because the ones that are pretty mobile are like, I don't want to live in assisted living. I want to live in my home. Yep. Why would I want to leave that? So you know, um, one thought maybe is 
the child care facilities can double dip okay. as senior care facilities as well, taking on the most childlike of seniors. Okay. Right? Because changing a diaper is changing a diaper no matter what. All right. Um, you know, dealing with a tantrum of a nonverbal two-year-old isn't that different than dealing with a tantrum from a nonverbal sufferer of dementia at mm-hmm. 92. Yeah. You know, so that's a thought as well. Okay. Um, but if you're going to do the factory thing, I think it just needs to be simple sort of like yeah. press kind of stuff. Repetitive. You know what yeah. I mean? Really repetitive motion kind of stuff and, you know, short days because they tire out. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that, <clears throat> that we have to work these people but so many old people right so many old people they could do a three-hour shift and you sure could could. still get a nine-hour day and would help pay for their care yeah, yeah. and uh help bankrupt <clears throat> bankrupt us all a little bit that's less. right bring bring jobs back to america but keep them away from the working folk that's right that's what we want that's what we want that's what we want <laughs> prisoners and seniors yeah. that's our motto yeah so those, when it comes to factory. Those are the little ones. Okay, those are good. I like them. I have a couple little ones as well, as well as one big one. Uh-huh. Um, I can I can maybe throw out a little one or two here, if you'd like. Uh, how big's your big one? Maybe we should do the big you one. You want me to go right it. into the big one? Yeah, do the biggie. Okay, so this is the big one. Better not be the same as mine. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right, so here's my big one. All right. It's very expensive, to yeah. be old. It is. In this country. It sure is. It's even more expensive to be old in major cities in this country. Okay. And by major cities, I mean the Bostons. Uh-huh. I mean the New Yorks. All right. I mean the San Francisco's. Mm-hmm. I mean the L.A.'s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I have recently been dealing... Uh, uh, I am from New York, for the most part. Yeah. I have a... a <laughs> Based on the level of red that is in your face, our big ideas might be uh, well, might we'll be see. very we'll see. similar. Keep going, keep um, going. And uh, uh, I have dealt with a lot of uh, uh, people of age recently mm-hmm. uh, who have had issues, and they've had real problems getting around the city. Yeah, they love the city; they don't want to leave the city. But they also hate the city. Okay. Right? The, one of the problems, one of the many problems, particularly in New York, but I imagine in any major metropolitan area, is the fact that when you're old and you're infirmed and you're small and you're frail, you're unnoticed. People yeah. don't notice you. They walk by you. They run into you. You could fall. You could break something. People don't pay attention. Everyone's sure. moving yeah. at their clip. They're only aware of one thing, and that's themselves. Uh-huh. Right? Um it's difficult. It's easier to get around than, say, living in the suburbs because you have more options for travel, but it's also kind of more difficult to get around because a lot of older people live in rent-stabilized apartments without elevators, mm-hmm. four or five flight walk-ups. It gets harder and harder and harder. Yep. And I was thinking to myself, <clears throat> all right, well, what about assisted living? Mm-hmm. Well, I was looking at numbers for assisted living in this country, in major metropolitan areas. New York City the average cost of assisted living in New York City, and that's all five boroughs, is $4,100 a month. Okay. If you're on a fixed income... Yeah, that's quite a bit. Even if you're pulling a pension, you're making 50, 55 grand a year, which in many parts of this country is a lot of money. Yeah. Solidly middle class. That's not... That's $4,100 a month. That's four-fifths of your income 
if not a little more, going just to your assisted living, right? Just to where you sleep. Often these assisted livings in major cities are small. They're buildings that go up. They're tiny little apartments, maybe studios, right? It's the quality of life is not terribly good. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, well, what can you do, right? <clears throat> One of the big things about, about older folks moving away from the cities that they that they love and 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 spend most of their time is is they there's a very strong decline afterwards because they're not around their familiar surroundings right Mm -hmm. they're not around their friends but more importantly they're just not they don't get that juice that energy that they've had for 40 50 60 70 80 years depending on how long they've been living in that city right san francisco four thousand a month los angeles 3750 a month not not small amounts of money and I said, well, maybe you just move to a cheaper place, mm-hmm. right? And then I said, well, what's cheaper, right? I looked and I saw, what are the lowest housing costs in this country? Mm-hmm. Lowest housing costs in the country, Mississippi, mm-hmm. right? Land costs, lowest in the country. 800 as low as, depending on the area, as low as $800 for a square acre. Okay. That's not much money at all. For an acre of land? Yeah. I mean, that's... Right, but then what do you do? I mean, what's my godmother, for instance, going to do in Mississippi? She's going to shoot herself. Yep. Because she's coming from New York and moving down to Mississippi. I mean, no, not going to happen. So then I thought, here's an idea. Oh, no. What if Mm -hmm. you create an environment that is basically a carbon copy of the environment people are leaving? Okay. I did some research, and most seniors in urban environments do not travel more than two miles away in any direction from their home. Oh, okay. Okay? So I thought, so really all you need is two square miles, right? Two square miles, 640 acres per square mile, right? So that's 1,280 acres for two square miles. I did a little math at $800 an acre. That's $1 million, Haremore, $1,024,000 for two square miles of land in Mississippi. all right. You then build, pick any two-mile area of New York, right, and you reproduce that in Mississippi on that property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. You rent it out as an assisted, an urban assisted living facility away from the urban. You have cabs. You have young people who are only there to work as uh, in the service industry, right? Um, you have theaters. You have all the amenities that these people are used to, right? Old people love going to the theater, the Broadway theater. So the traveling shows come down there, mm-hmm. right? The uh, You build up. The buildings all look the same. So you'll have high rises that are elevated, but they're going to have all the amenities that these people need. They'll have doormen. They'll have uh, uh, elevators. Yep. They'll have... uh, uh, Good pizza. Good pizza. Yeah. They'll have cab rides. They'll have bus service. No subways. We'll, we'll, you know, they'll they'll be subway stations, but they won't actually go anywhere. Most people of age don't want to go down those stairs anyway. Um, There'll be movie theaters. There'll be everything that they could want. And you can, no matter where you live, you're two miles square that you'll go. The restaurants, you'll have them fill out what their favorite restaurants are, and carbon copies of those will be brought down. The amount of uh, uh, employment it will bring to some of these areas in Mississippi, which is one of the most underemployed states sure is, in the yeah. union, yeah, yeah. right, is incredible. Yeah. Um, 
and you can charge so much less. Yeah. You could basically, as an older person, live in New York for very little money, comparatively speaking, and live a good life. Yep. Like a perfectly reasonable life, and never leave the compound. It's like a Club Med City, however you want to do it. You know, and you can have the layouts exactly the same. You can move all your furniture down there. You could even do things. And so then you'll start with one city, right? And then you'll have other cities, right? You'll have a two-square-mile area of San Francisco. You'll have a two-square-mile area of Chicago. You'll have a two-square-mile area of Los Angeles, two-square-mile area of Miami, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And what you can do when you do that, right? So say someone wants to go visit their friend in San Francisco. You give them a low-level sedative, mm-hmm. so they're kind of confused. Then you have like one of those uh, uh, <laughs> virtual reality machines that's like an airplane taking off and landing, yep. right? And boom, you're at the San Francisco airport. And here you are. You're in San Francisco visiting your cousin. Yeah, You know what I mean? Your life doesn't change at all. It's like, what was that stupid movie with, uh, 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 I can't even remember his name. That brings me right to my that another. That Jim Carrey one? Yes, that Jim Carrey one where they're in the bubble. Yeah. Right? That, that movie. That movie. It could be just like that and work really well. So there it is. That's my big idea. Yeah, I like it. That's, that's, that's pretty one. good. Um, you know, uh, there's a guy I know that lives uh, right by me. Uh-huh. And he's a filmmaker. And he made at one point... A documentary about all of the old Italian guys in my neighborhood who mm-hmm. hang out at the park. Mm-hmm. There's a park leg cross street from me. And he was telling me about it. He's like, that's great. There's all these guys that are like bragging, bragging that I, I okay, I, for listeners out there, I live less than two blocks south of Houston. And there were all these guys bragging about how they haven't been north of Houston in like 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> so you may not even need two miles. That's right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. There's all there, there's a whole segment of the urban population like that. Yeah. I read an interesting article while doing research on this for what it's worth. There are these uh, what's starting to happen is is as areas of the city are getting older, that older people are sort of creating their own communities within buildings like they're all just sort of gravitating toward each other and moving into the same buildings Uh and also like there's a mcdonald's on queens boulevard that had to that felt they had to put up a 20 minute seating limit in their restaurant because what was happening was that mcdonald's had become a community center Mm -hmm. uh for all of these older koreans that were living there and they would basically come there get breakfast and they would all congregate there and just sit there and hang out for like six, seven hours. Oh. <laughs> right. Because they were like, it was nearby to where they all lived. Yeah. It was inexpensive, right, which is the number one thing. And th- it was a place they could all gather. Yeah. Right? And so I think that's, in the end, what you want. You just want to be able to live your life, but around your own people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, I like it. Uh, so about this time, you know... Old age, so many ways to get rich. But, uh, you know, we're going to give you a little break from that for a few minutes and uh, give you a little little tidbit of a turtle, a way to make some more money. So uh, if you're busy building a square block of Manhattan in a swamp somewhere or if you're uh, relocating a tattoo, if you're tricking out your rascal, 
Uh, you might want to just listen to this for a minute. Make crazy amounts of money. Come back later. Listen to the rest of the show. Make even more money. So, Josh, take it away. <laughs> okay. Wow, I don't know what happened there. I don't Hold know. On one Take second. the other one away. <laughs> I had the right thing queued up. All right, here we go. Ready? Yeah. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. So if you went outside right now with $1,000 and gave 10 people $100 each, that would actually be one of the lowest forms of giving possible. What would be a higher form of giving? Well, if you went into your kitchen right now and created a pill that could cure cancer, that would be one of the biggest things you could give to the world. That would be a higher form of giving. And yes, you would absolutely be rich. Well, assuming you weren't completely naive and knew how to protect your invention. The general rule is this, the more value you provide to more people, the better you will do. Sounds great, right? Well, because realistically speaking, most people have not developed themselves where they can give something of true value to the world. If you aren't capable of giving tremendous value to other people, that is your fault. Take some goddamn responsibility. If you want to be in the fast lane, stop watching Netflix and go to the library. Yeah. So there you go. Take some goddamn responsibility, guys. <laughs> uh, stop watching Netflix and go to the library. That's how you're going to add value. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was completely nonsensical, which was the I thought was an incredible tip. I think we've gotten another tip from the same guy before that was kind of <clears throat> something similar, where he was just like, "Get something and sell it for more money, yeah, it was and then take that money." Different guy, similar similar concept. Uh, you know, oh, okay. You, you you as we found, I think with a lot of the rules yeah. that we've done, yeah. there's a lot of overlap. Sure. And you know, there's a lot of these guys getting very wealthy on YouTube, uh, giving financial advice. <laughs> Um, you know, getting like half a million, a million subscribers uh -huh. for these n completely, utterly nonsensical or common sense kind of things that uh, uh, they just spew out. You know, this guy's whole shtick appears to be a little bit of tough love. Oh, yeah. You know, he goes on and later on in that to talk about, you know, using the example of him and his roommate in college and how he would finish classes and the first thing he would do would be to go to the library, get a book, and read that book that night. He'd get back there and his roommate was just watching Netflix. Oh, uh, boy. But, yeah. Netflix a, is, is killing society, it seems. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> it, it really is. Yeah, so, guys, all you need to do is get rich is <clears throat> cure cancer. That's right. <laughs> I mean, in case you didn't figure that out all on yeah. your own, there's a tip for you. And have the sense to protect your ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, don't don't give it away for the greater good. No, because they won't. Really, right. You may not get your ten percent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to give out one of my little small ones here. Okay. Um, I had a thought. Um, <sighs> old people. Yeah. And technology. Yeah. It's not a good combination. Yeah. Often. Often. My mother, who's very, you know. Still all together there, mm -hmm. 76 years old, a very young 76, moves, grooves, gets around, does her stuff. Mm -hmm. When it comes to her phone, Josh, I need your help. I can't figure out how to do it. When it comes to her computer, same thing. Josh, constant calls, constant calls, constant calls. I say to her, you bought Apple products. That's what the Genius Bar is for. She doesn't listen to me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but there are all these. So th there's become a big surge for the wealthier older people or older people who have like a, a some money of of senior concierge services okay right where 
you call up this concierge service and they will basically do all of your work for you, right? Anything you need done, the concierge service does, just like a concierge in a hotel. They'll make reservations for you. They'll make appointments for you. They'll do all this. They'll do all that, right? But they do it and they have their whole database and they do their whole thing and they charge a pretty, pretty decent chunk of change for this service, right? I thought to myself, well, that's great, but why not? How can you make money off of that and yet make it available to more middle class people, people who are on a uh, on a fixed income, sure, right. And I thought to myself, well, older people have issues with apps, right? A lot of them don't know how to use it. Their phone's too small; they can't look at it. They prefer to talk to people. They prefer to do the one-on-one thing. Mm-hmm. So I've come up with an idea that I call virtual grandchild. Okay. And what you do <laughs> is you set up a series of accounts for people. Right on Fresh Direct, Maple, whatever food type of food things they like, whatever you know, you can find anything you want, an app for anything. We all know this, mm-hmm. right? If you want to do uh, uh, clothing shopping, you can do that, right? Sure. You want to, and there's an app for it. If you want a, a, a food shop, you can do that. There's an app for it, etc. Cetera, et cetera. So all these people do is you call them up in the morning, right? You, the virtual grandchild, and say, "Hey, Nana. Hey, Papa. How you doing today?" What do you need? And they say, oh, honey, I need da 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 You have all their deets and accounts set up for them for every single one of them, fresh, direct, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, I, I need a sweater, <clears throat> I need a gallon of milk, right, I right. need a head of cabbage. You know what kind of clothes they like, like where they prefer to go shopping. Yeah. Right. You go into, for instance, the Gap app and you order them a sweater. It gets delivered directly to them. You don't have to actually physically leave your home to do this. Okay. Right. You order their stuff on Fresh Direct. It gets delivered to them and you just charge a minimal fee and then they have to pay for everything else as they would normally. Right. And then they get their bill their credit card bill, and they just paid for everything. But you take the annoyance and hassle yeah. of using that app every day. And they appreciate it. Yeah. You have nice conversations with old people. You interact with them on a daily basis. You're checking in on them on a daily basis. Yeah. Right? If you're checking in, hey, do you need groceries today? Do you, you know, how you feeling? You know, every day it's just a quick call, a quick call, a quick call. You charge, let's say, $200 a month for this service. Mm-hmm. And you have 50 clients. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, I don't know, how much is that? That's a bunch. That's a lot of money, right? <laughs> For what's going to take you maybe five hours out of your day. Yeah. To call and talk and get. And, you know, someone will be like, no, I don't need anything today. Okay, great. Have a good day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then eventually you get more clients. You hire more people. You pay someone to come in $15, $20 an hour to do this as a part-time job. Sure. So there it is. Virtual grandchild. Yeah. That's uh, my new thing. Bingo. I like it. Thanks. Okay. So uh, in my research, mm-hmm. I came across something. Uh, that there was a guy from National Geographic. Uh, and they were doing research for a story about aging populations in the world. Uh huh. And this guy realized when he was doing all his research, uh, he discovered something called blue zones. And what blue zones are are areas, pockets in the world where the life expectancy is drastically longer. Oh, right. So uh, he found several of these. Uh, he found Okinawa, Japan, uh-huh. Sardinia in Italy, mm-hmm. Nicoya in Costa Rica, mm-hmm. uh, Icaria in Greece, <coughs> and for some reason, 
uh, Loma Linda, California, <laughs> but only for Seventh-day Advent- Adventists. Right. I, I've heard about this guy. A lot of it has to do with diet. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, but I looked at it as a as a location thing. Right. Uh, and so I looked into real estate in these places, and uh-huh. we missed that boat, man. Uh, yeah. the, all these places are very expensive uh-huh. now, even Costa Rica. Yeah. This area in Costa Rica, millions of dollars for houses because this guy, he, he blew up our spot. Uh, so, so you think people have caught on to this this blue zone thing, and yes. they're like, "I want to live forever, so I'm going to buy a house yep, here. Yep. This is where I'm going to retire." Yep, I definitely to. think that that's, because that's it, why it got so expensive. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> but I was still on on this location uh, <laughs> thing, and which leads me to why you saw my face getting so red uh-huh. as you were reading off your stats there. Uh-huh. Uh And I looked at uh, the highest cost of living by state. Number one, Hawaii. Number three, New York. Lowest cost of living. Number one lowest is Mississippi. Eight is Alabama. Mm-hmm. I also looked at the life expectancies by state. Oh, yeah. I bet Mississippi's low. Number one life expectancy, New York. Number two. Meaning lowest life expectancy? Highest. Highest. Highest life expectancy, New York State. Second highest, Hawaii. The bottom two are Mississippi and Alabama. And if you look at the top 10 and the bottom 10 in both the life expectancy and the cost of living, they almost, they're almost identical. So we are paying more in places where we're living longer, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so, we, and when you think about it, someone from New York, right, they... There's a lot of reasons why they're living longer. There's a lot of health care here. There is, uh, you know, you're not driving everywhere. Nope. You live a more active <clears throat> life than a lot of places and a more fulfilled life in a lot of ways mm-hmm. uh, than, than a lot of people do. The uh, best and the brightest, my friend. That's right. I would also add, I mean, I'm just going to throw this out. My people, uh-huh. the uh, the Jews from Eastern Europe, Okay, they have found, uh, they believe that, that there is a genetic... Thing that that uh, Sephardic Jews mm-hmm. live a very long time, very long time. All right, and w- w- they believe that it's genetic. They're pretty sure it's genetic. Are you trying to convert me? Because we're, uh, we're getting there. <laughs> I, snip, snip, my friend. Snip, snip. Oh, That's I'm all snipped. it takes. I'm well. That's snipped. all it takes. Um, <laughs> I'm well snipped. Yeah. That was very British of you. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's one of the reasons for the longevity thing. Uh, well, what about Hawaii? <laughs> Are they? Do they have a longevity as well? Are yep. they? Are they? Yep. One of the other top ones was Connecticut. Uh, well, really? Yep. That's because uh, they're rich. It, anyway, uh, so go ahead. Yeah. Uh, but but so if you look at the life of someone in New York, right? There's a lot of reasons why uh, going into this whole thing they may be living longer. But for everyone, as you get older, you are going to reach a point where you become less mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you eventually, uh, you know, maybe can't go outside so much. Yep. Maybe even can't get out of bed. Oh. Uh, and and those periods can go on for years, right? And you're still, uh, even though you're no longer benefiting from the reasons why you have the longer life, you are still paying the more money. Yes, you are. Right. Uh, and so. What I came up with was, uh, you know, what if you could somehow 
make a you know how they have the the clubs that you can join to swap your apartment, right? So mm-hmm. if I want to go to Paris, I can swap my apartment for someone in Paris. Or if mm-hmm. I want to go uh, somewhere maybe not as fancy as Paris, I can swap my apartment with someone there. And because I live in a fancier place, they throw me a little bit of cash as well on top. Uh, so I looked into those, and there's one called HomeExchange.com. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they charge everyone a $10 a month fee to be a, a member. That's it. They don't they don't charge anything else. They don't ch- everything else is just up to people to negotiate, right? So, what if we were to make something like this, a, basically a market for to better allocate our nursing home locations, right? So, uh if you are a newly retired couple from Mississippi perhaps or Alabama, you could <clears throat> Say, hey, you know, we're we're going to join this retirement community, but we've always wanted to live for a year in New York City. Live in a retirement community in New York City. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Or I even like an it. apartment, yeah. you know. Uh-huh. Uh, and so they could swap apartments with maybe a little bit of cash on top, too, uh, to live in Manhattan in the apartment from someone who is now grown to the age of... They can't get out of bed. Mm-hmm. They're not enjoying the city anymore. <laughs> uh, and they can take that apartment <laughs> over for a year. Right. And that person goes down to Mississippi or Alabama for a year. Uh-huh. And the inside of a room is the inside of a room. That's you know true. what I mean? You get shipped down, you get shipped down. Yeah. It may even be nicer. It's nice and quiet Yeah, down and there. it's warmer. Uh-huh. Uh, <clears throat> uh, so you, you could make a lot of efficiency in the whole market like that, right? Yeah. Uh and if you can grow this, you can make it go global. Absolutely. And if you look at uh, countries like Tibet, mm-hmm. India, and Indonesia, uh-huh. the cost of living is so drastically yeah. lower, you could actually uh, really, you know, y- you could really do a good job with this. I, uh, I have an image, though, uh-huh. of uh, <laughs> some bedridden person. Who wants to move to an assisted living facility in Tibet? Well, and watching the Sherpas and <laughs> to carry her up on her be- or and, him and, and, on their bed to the to the uh, to the tea house. And I get this. So, uh, what you really would want to do, instead of necessarily moving to the cheapest place, uh-huh. is you have someone for your exchange. That is watching the foreign exchange market, the currency markets, uh-huh. and are taking advantage of basically uh, when the currency of a country goes down. Right. We we put our older people there. Uh huh. Uh huh. And many places in Europe and stuff have much better health care than we have oh, in for this sure. country. Um, and we we basically move our older people around <laughs> to always be taking advantage of. Uh, a, a currency uh-huh. imbalance. Wow, this is intense. I it's mean, basically this is... arbitrage. Do you know what arbitrage is? No, but okay. Uh... So arbitrage is a market term uh-huh. where uh, it, it's not as big a thing anymore uh, in in its simplest form, right? In its simplest form, it used to be <laughs> that if you know Apple or Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh-huh. The Megacorp uh-huh. uh, went public and were to be sold on 
the New York Stock Exchange and the London Stock Exchange, right? Mm-hmm. If for some reason those two prices were to go out of whack with each other, it's the same thing, right? So arbitrage would be buying the one that is cheaper and selling the one that's more expensive, and then you're making that difference up by doing nothing, right? I sell one share of uh, Radio Free Brooklyn mm-hmm. in London, mm-hmm. where it's $55 a I share, gotcha. right? and I buy one share in New York where it's $54 a share, and so- I've made $1 for doing nothing. I understand. Uh, I get it. So I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that the market is not the same in every country. Well, now with electronics, it is more and more and more uh-huh. so, right? It is more uh, equalized. And so now <laughs> when a lot of people talk about arbitrage, they're really saying like, well, this company sells wood and this company sells wood, so they should be the same, right? right? It's it's a more complex thing now. It's you. not as much one for one. Right. But... Uh, but yeah, so basically, I want to apply arbitrage mm-hmm. to nursing homes mm-hmm. and get these people where they're going to get the most for their money, get their old homes, people in there where they're going to take in the most money, and then <clears throat> that's it. And I'm and, and just charge them a fee. Yeah, don't milk well, these older people. Don't no. take all their money. Give them actually a better life. But you're also going to have to, you know, you also get to figure out transportation for them. Like yeah. there's money in that truck. You know, yeah, well, like hospital trucks, big trucks that are tricked out. Yeah. You can move, you know, because if you're moving old people like every year, you're following the fluctuating markets, right? Oh, yeah. So roughly every year, if not sooner, you're loading all these old people up and shipping them to Arkansas. Yeah. Shipping them to, you know, you got to move a lot in a short period of time. Yeah. And get them all settled in and settled down. Um, that's a lot of sort of revolving going on down there. Mm-hmm. It's good though. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna require uh, quite a support team. Yeah, but that's okay. You know, by the time you get it big enough, you're making money hand over fist. Sure, and you're passing it over to us. And when you're doing that, you're making all that money. What are you gonna do with it, Noel? Yeah, you're gonna have to do something with that money. That's I'll tell right. you that much because it's just gonna sit there. It's gonna burn a hole in your pocket oh, it's ow, gonna, hurts. It's gonna it's burning fill so all much. your tables up you won't <laughs> be able to put a cup of coffee down uh you know you give a paper cuts every time you walk down the hallway mm-hmm. uh you, you gotta do something with this money that's right uh so if you're getting to that point and you somehow haven't given us our 10 percent yet uh you know use this as inspiration for a way to purge some of that evil money away from purge, you brother, purge. if you are sitting on your couch watching Netflix like a bum, uh, and you need a little inspiration to get up there, get out, find the cure for cancer, make sure you protect your ideas, uh, then use this as inspiration to get off the couch and do that. So brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Take it away, Josh. Send Moving to toys for just plain old rich people to toys for rich supervillains is the Kuratas robot from Sudabashi Heavy Industry in Japan. The customizable four-ton mech robot allows operators to sit in the bomb-proof chest cavity and drive the robot. The robot moves via a system of 30 hydraulic actuators that are controlled by computer software. As for what the driver controls, there is an onboard weapon system that includes a BB Gatling gun that is activated by a smile, a robotic hand that is controlled with a glove that the driver wears, and of course you can hook your iPhone into it. 
One robot will set you back at least $1.35 million for the basic model, but there is always room for upgrades. After all, if you're going to get a multi-ton wearable robot, you need to have cup holders. It's totally worth the cost too, because how else are you going to fight Iron Man or, if you so choose, repel an alien invasion without a giant mech suit? I want that so bad. Yeah, I'm in on that one. <laughs> a lot of them, I'm like, well, that's a stupid way to spend your money. <laughs> but that's kind of an awesome way that they've actually created one of those. Yeah, I would put a cup holder in there because yeah. I do like my coffee. Uh-huh. I'd put a giant machine gun, though. I'd put a machine gun yeah. turret. You need well, it. Uh, you need it. Yeah, you can do that. I'm sure you can retrofit it any way you want once yeah. you get it back to your home. I don't think they can sell you one legally in this country by saying that oh you know it's a bb gatling gun right now yeah but you can fit it out with a full-on gatling gun and then you are fucking ready for the zombie apocalypse (laughs) you are full-on 100 percent ready for the zombie apocalypse yeah um one more quick thing all right yeah um my last little one so uh as was uh, uh, uh an example was made of uh the level of memory loss that I, as a middle-aged man, have as okay. I've gotten older earlier when I still can't remember the name of that Jim Carrey movie. And I couldn't even remember Jim Carrey's name until you threw it out what to was me. It, the Turner Show? <clears throat> it was the something show. Yeah, it was. it's the something show. And I'll remember it. I'll full-on remember it once we're off the air here. And, and I will, you look it up. Right. No, I'll just hit myself <laughs> and I'll go, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this happens to me now all the time. I can't remember time. And I see it. I see the scenes. I see the lines. Uh-huh. I even know exactly what it is. It's right there. It's on the tip of my tongue, but it just isn't there, right? It dissipates. Somewhere between my brain and my mouth, it dissipates. And this happens to me all the time, and it's extremely frustrating, right? It breaks up the flow of conversation, right? If you're, if you're trying to make something, uh, make a funny point or something like that, and you you brain fart like that it just blows everything and you just sit there and you're just angry mm-hmm. right i'm just angry period but you're just angry and you want to hit yourself <laughs> and beat yourself and wow, throw yourself gosh. well okay that's a little extreme okay but um <clears throat> so we've had discussions about uh uh brain imaging mm-hmm. and uh uh Seeing dreams, yeah, and about helmets, uh, EEG helmets yeah. that have wireless, Bluetooth, <laughs> wireless <laughs> EEG helmets, <clears throat> and we've seen things such as already there is, uh, we know of uh, voice recognition software, yeah, we know of uh, visual recognition software, uh-huh. right? Why isn't there? And there will be, and this is where it's going to. This is thought recognition software. Okay. Right. And what this is going to do, so this is for, this is where you're really going to make your money, right? With thought recognition software. Yes, it's going to be great for people to be able who are uh, uh, autistic and can't communicate to actually be able to express their thoughts. Mm -hmm. Sure, it'll be great for people who are paralyzed and can't speak or who are like Stephen Hawking, for instance, who have broken down to the point that they're frozen Mm -hmm. and uh, they will be able to still express themselves. Blah, blah, blah. Great for them. Good for them. But that's a very, very, very small portion of the world and the community at large. How do you really make money? You make money off of frivolous things that wealthy people or people with some disposable income think is important to them. Yeah. And what's important to me 
is to have something where if I think of this stuff, it just relays it right into my ear sure. by taking those images and clicking on the Truman Show. Yeah, the Truman the Show. The Truman okay, Show. Okay, there you go. Clicking on the it Truman Show in. by seeing the visuals that I'm seeing in my head, the, yeah. the lines that I'm seeing, it's cycling through, and then boom, in my little earwig, the Truman Show. Sure. And it doesn't break the flow of my conversation whatsoever. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like uh, in Veep, her assistant, the right, guy, the yes. guy from uh, Arrested <clears throat> Development. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. always like that's uh, Senator Jennings uh-huh. and... leaning in her ear yeah. all the time. It's having your own little assistant. You can call it the memory assistant. Yeah. Whatever it is, that's that is a money making motherfucker right there. Yeah, that's good. I that's like it. That's a good one. So that's it. That's my last little in, little one. That's good. That, one. That you ended strong. Yeah, uh, baby. Yeah. You know uh who's not as strong and could use some help is our mothership Radio Free Brooklyn. They <laughs> are sounded so hard. Well, I know, but come on. We're doing a show about older people, so uh <laughs> they are advertising free, listener supported. Uh so if you want to help out uh, go to Patreon, look up uh, Radio Free Brooklyn, and if you'd like, make a donation. You can make a one-time donation. You make a reoccurring donation. You can donate $1 for 12 months uh, and help keep the servers humming and the cats fed. None of that money comes to Josh or I. If you do want to give Josh or I some money, though, because we're not opposed to that, <laughs> uh, you can contact us on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. Uh, you can email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Or you can get us on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You, you can go. Oh. You can also always see the cutest dog in New York City at uh, Herschel underscore the underscore Doxador on Instagram. Yeah. And if you want to let us know what you think of that dog, you can go to mm-hmm. iTunes. Mm-hmm. You can subscribe to us and you can rate us and you in your review. You can say how cute Herschel is. That's right. That'll <laughs> let us know that you actually listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's about that time, Noel. It is. So, you know, our ideas are fantastic. Uh, they're making people money all over the place, whether they're admitting it or not. But uh, how do you, as a listener, know that our ideas are as good as we know? Well, I'll tell you. Josh scours Scours. the internet for rules of getting rich that are all over the place, and they're fantastic. So we judge our schemes against these rules so that you know you're getting gold as advertised. Gold, baby, gold. Where are our rules come from this week? Uh, today's rules are 21 rules for business that put money in my bank account by Michael Dunlop. Boom. Great. Uh, so rule number one, we're going to start with nothing is for sure in life or business. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's one thing for sure. You're going to get, get old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, there's but... only one way off that train. <laughs> that's right. It's getting thrown off by the conductor. That's right. That's right. Um, mama from the train. <laughs> so nothing is sure, so you might as well make money off of it, yeah. right? Number two. Number two, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. You move them around. You move them around from <laughs> basket to basket. Basket to yeah. basket. Yeah. In giant Egg-moving trucks. Sure. We could use your helicopter idea. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Okay. Chinooks. And number three. Number three, customers may be wrong, but telling them that does not work. Yeah, that's right. You can't tell anything to the old person. Old there. people <laughs> will think they're always right. <laughs> so we're three for three. That's right. Which, of course, means that, uh, as always, 100%, and uh, you're going to get rich off of this idea. So once again, for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs> <laughs>